0: In the grand theater of life, we all seek a comeback, a resurgence, a rekindling of our inner fire. But how do we spark that flame? Welcome to Reignite Resilience. This is not just another podcast, this is a journey, a venture into the heart of human spirit, the power of resilience, and the art of reigniting our passions.
1: Welcome back to Reignite Resilience. I'm your co-host, Natalie Davis, and we are so excited to bring you another amazing episode. And today we have a very special guest that I am sure will impress you because she has impressed the two of us. Clara is an international speaker, award-winning educator, best-selling author, and the host of Women Winning Their Way and Be Productive. She is the founder and chief harmony officer, a.k.a. CHO, of Capano Speaking and Training. She's a master instructor and a certified coach with Ninja Selling Systems, and she's the creator of the Clarity Success Method. With over 20 years in sales and leadership, her passion is in providing women in business with key strategies so that they can work with more intention and put themselves back in the driver's seat of their lives so that they can create harmony between their personal and their professional lives. Here's what you want to do. You want to make sure that you let Clara help you in finding clarity and help you create success on your terms, free of guilt, free of overwhelm, and free of burnout. Clara. How do you do it all? Oh my gosh.
2: Oh my gosh. That's pretty good all on paper, huh? Well, it has been a journey. You know, you do it all by learning how to be resilient and taking those missteps in life and putting it together and then sprinkling in quite a bit of time blocking along the way.
1: I love it. I love it. So, Clara, I have been a big fan of yours for years. I think probably 10, 15 years that I've been introduced to you within that time frame. And you always, number one, command the attention of the room when you enter into a room. At the time, you were a ninja coach and instructor, and you just caught my attention. I thought, that woman, she's got it together. And no surprise, you didn't disappoint. You've got it together, girl. (laughs) You are, you are so sweet. And for
2: both of you, you know, again, we, we've we known each other through the ninja circles and yes. you know, it, right back at both of you guys, you inspire me to level up daily too. I yeah, I think
0: it. you were like, I remember the first time I saw you, you would come to our company to speak and it might, it might've been for an installation. And I was same with Natalie. I was like, oh my gosh, the energy that you brought to that room was like, you just don't see that very much. And when you do, it's just intoxicating and it just makes you, it almost inspires you to, to work harder and and be more. And so, so excited that you're here with us today to I know. Share, I, share this I, journey.
2: I know. When you told me about launching this, I
1: was like, I cannot wait to be on. I have girl power <laughs> yes. Right here. Yes, I love we, it. I love we it. talk so much about community, you all. And I will have to tell you, Clara is one that is always on our side. She's a big yes. fan, a big advocate. She definitely pushes us to be bigger and better. And I appreciate that, Clara. So I am so excited to visit with you and share with our listeners a little bit more about you so that they can have an introduction of who Clara is. But I, you do quite a bit of work in terms of personal development, professional development. But before we dive into the work that you do, why don't you just tell everyone a little bit about who you are and how you started on this path? Yeah, well, thank you so
2: much. It's it's awesome to be here. I love the topic that you're talking about because I think You know, resilience is so innate. It's that one thing where we're constantly having to evolve and pivot and you know, being able to share this. So thanks for letting me come on. I was your quintessential overachiever. As a kid, I always had to do more. Right now, my son is getting ready to go to college and he's having a little bit of anxiety, which normal people have. And, you know, he asked me, Well, were you nervous? I'm like, no, I was that person that at four was like, can we go to college now? I'm ready, I'm ready to be an adult. Let's go get this that was both a blessing and a curse because it did give me the push and the drive. But oftentimes, that drive, the cost that came with it were health issues, feeling yeah. a lot of imposter syndrome, feeling like I never quite fit in. And also, this idea of, again, harmony. Was never there. I was always out of balance in everything because it was all or nothing. And no matter what I did, it was never enough. So I went through, but for me, I just told myself, well, this is normal. This is just what happens, you know, when you wanna be a driver type personality. And I wasn't really paying attention to a lot of the signs that were coming, things Mm. such as, again, no sleep, poor relationships, losing business. And especially that moment where I remember driving in my car just praying that I would get into an accident that would put me in the hospital for a couple of days so I could actually have a break and people would leave me alone for a couple of days. You know, I wasn't keen into those things. And it wasn't until... I had a major breakdown when I was in my mid thirties. And for me, that's when this journey all started because Mm -hmm. I was a single mom at the time. I was juggling about four different things between my careers, businesses, getting my master's Mm -hmm. degree, raising my son. And it finally all came crashing down. Mm -hmm. And I was so tired of everybody telling me what they thought I should do because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, Nobody knew what I was going through. Nobody was doing it exactly the same. They might have snippets of it, but the reality came to me that my journey and my life and my demands were not the same as anyone else. And so I decided out of this feeling of knowing that I had to recreate my path, but feeling alone and empty, I wanted to make sure that there was no other woman out there who felt that same way. So I decided to create these strategies and learn how to make them work for me and then find ways to share them with other professional women who were living on that hamster wheel so that they didn't have to feel alone. And my whole message is let's help you create success on your terms. So I provide women with these strategies, but then also teach them how to manipulate them so that they work for them and they work for them today but they can also rework them for the person that they become tomorrow. So it's not about trying to put anybody into a box because everybody has different dynamics and Mm -hmm. we have to honor that. And the way that I show up is gonna be different than someone else. And that doesn't mean it's right or wrong, but let's help them learn how to do it in a way that's gonna support them so they can achieve, again, not that balance, but that harmony in their life.
1: Yeah, oh my gosh. Well, and Clara, you touch on a couple of things that I'd love to circle back on. One of those being Fulfilling the dreams of other people or doing the things that other people expect you to do, right? Like people are mm-hmm. telling you or oh, yeah. feeding into you, oh, telling you, you should be doing X, Y, and mm-hmm. Z. And I think that comes from because I'm, I'm the same. And I think you and I know this. We connect on this. I suffered and I'm still working through this, this people pleasing piece, right? Mm-hmm. I thought if I can just make everyone around me happy, then the life around me will be happy. And that's great. And so you start to realize that you yourself is the only person that's suffering yeah. in that situation. Uh-huh. Yeah, it all works until it doesn't work. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Mm -hmm. And your your moment of breaking everything down, right? When you had that aha moment, like in your 30s, I had a a kind of that same breakthrough moment in in my 30s, but the circumstances that led up to it were completely different. For me, Mm -hmm. it was the passing of my dad, which my mom had already passed seven years prior. My dad had passed. And so then I found myself not having the people that typically told me what to do, I'm just going to say it for what it was, right? Mm -hmm. They told me what to do and how to live my life. Even as an adult, they were no longer there and they I didn't have anyone filling that role. So I found myself, like you said, alone and empty, even Mm -hmm. with success. So seeing success in business and in life, what looked like success on paper, but the feeling that I had inside was alone and empty.
2: Mm -hmm. And I
1: think that's Ah. what so many of us do
2: is, you know, we're driven by this, societal view of what Mm -hmm. success looks like. You know, we see it on social media. It's all of those things. And it's checking off the boxes. Well, what do you do when you look at your piece of paper and you have all the boxes checked and you still feel completely empty? That's what I was. I'm like, I had a great husband. I had the house on the golf course. I had the BMW. I had the little blonde, you know, haired kid who was healthy. I mean, I had it all. Yeah. And I still felt unfulfilled because I wasn't living and speaking authentically and it was really you know a dichotomy that caused a lot of stress because one everybody kept looking at me like why aren't you just happy
0: yeah you, you should be what and- well, you you have <laughs> it all. Yeah. just be yeah, and please." Yes.
2: and so I didn't want to speak up because I'm like who am I to say all these things mm-hmm. when other people are quote-unquote suffering what is my suffering? I have first Mm -hmm. world suffering here. And Mm -hmm. so it was a a lot of shame that came with it of not feeling like I could even raise my hand. Then there was the shame of, Oh my God, what if I actually speak up and say, I can't handle all this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a failure. People are going to think less of me. Nobody's going to want to work with me and be able to count on me. Then there was also the, I'm letting my family down because Mm -hmm. They've invested all this money putting me into college. You know, my husband expected me to be happy being a stay-at-home and just having a job. You know, I even deal a lot with this now because being that I am a creative person and an entrepreneur at heart, which I didn't know as a kid, Mm -hmm. I love to have different things going on. Well, in business, a lot of people don't understand that. They're just like, why can't you be happy just showing up and doing this today? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I wish I could be. I really <laughs> wish I could. Just That's how you're wired. Yeah. showing up and taking the paycheck. Do but you I'm, really? I don't think that you wish that. I, I, I don't, don't wish I that for you. Yeah. I can't do it. I just, you know, yeah. and I have to always be challenging myself. And again, yes. it's a blessing and a curse. But when you read my bio, when you look at those, I always have about four different things going yeah. on. Now they're all sort of under the same umbrella Mm -hmm. of, you know, the same topic, but that's what energizes me. I love waking up in the morning with a full schedule. I love the feeling of looking at, oh, I get to talk to these people, you know, and having genuine curiosity and interviewing and getting these new life perspectives. You know, my whole thing is no longer, what am I doing for a paycheck today? My whole thing is, who do I get to help today? Who do I get to serve today? Who can I impact today? That's what gets me very excited. And now it's so cool because I'm seeing the results of all these things in my son who is, you know, speaking a lot of the same things and who's coming to me when I had so much guilt of, am I going to be abandoning my child? Am I being a bad mom? Yeah. Now having him come to me saying, you've inspired me to do this. I love so,
0: that.
2: Okay. It was I love the right that. thing to do.
0: Yeah. When did you figure out what your why was? Because it sounds like the why is the helping other people and inspiring other people. Was it in your mid-30s when you had that kind of breakthrough? Or has this been something you've just kind of discovered? Um, I'll tell you exactly when it was. Okay.
2: It was on right around October 15th of 2009. Okay. I went to my first ninja installation. And in that we read a passage by Marianne Williamson called Our yes. Deepest Fear. And when I got to the line that said, you're playing small, doesn't serve the world. Wow. Something inside me shifted. Mm-hmm. And I know that that sounds so simple, but it was. And so I actually started reading that passage every day because I realized I was playing small. I was always the girl behind somebody else trying to let their light shine. And that really caused me to look at, again, what is my definition of success? When Mm -hmm. everything is said Mm -hmm. and done, when the dust settles, what do I want to be remembered for? What do I want people saying about me? And that sort of started kind of to unlock me as and working towards this. Now, I wouldn't say that was the moment that I'm like, oh, it's all about impact. But it started that thought process. And then as I started doing more of the speaking, the training, the coaching, and then I went through a retreat, maybe about two years ago, I went through a retreat with one of my coaches and we started whiteboarding everything. And right at the center of that mind mapping was the word impact. Love and that. everything centers around that. So my shows that I do, my books that I write, every decision I make is, is this getting me towards the goal of impacting? Yeah. Wow. So that's how I, that's, I use that as my compass each and every day to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. So when I take an opportunity, when I sit down, it's like, is this going
0: to align with my vision of helping me impact a
2: million lives or more this year? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. I love that. I was traveling this week and I was with somebody and she said something to me and I, it just was such a powerful comment. She said, do you know how on the airplanes they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first before you put on others, she goes, I was spending my entire life putting on everybody else's mask, but not mine. And she goes, it wasn't until I was like, I got to start taking care of myself. And it sounds like this whole journey for you was, it was the first, the realization that you weren't in a good space, health-wise, emotional mindset-wise. And so you put your oxygen mask on before, and, and now you're helping everybody else do the same thing, which is- And that's
2: what cool. it is, is. You know, we are, we're sold this bill of goods and this idea that taking care of ourselves is so selfish. Oh yes. my God, you're going and getting a massage. Well, ooh, look at you. It must be nice to, you know. Yeah, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't be good to anyone else. And I have another spin on that story. And this one connected with me a little bit more because I have a little bit more of a scientific mind. Yeah. My mother was a biologist, so I think it's ingrained. Oh, yes. <laughs> but when we look at the body, you know, you have the heart and we know that the heart is one of the most important organs and muscles in our body. And it's the job of the heart to pump blood to all the other organs so that they operate. Yes. But organ does the heart pump blood to first it pumps it to itself itself. yeah because if the heart isn't strong doesn't have fresh Mm -hmm. oxygenated blood it can't pump any good blood to the other ones that's that's what it is and for me again when i go to the gym when i do these things yes i want to look good and yes i want to be healthy but more importantly i need the energy to serve You know, when I get up at five o'clock in the morning to go to the gym, to do these things, to do my mindset work so Mm -hmm. I can step on stage at 730 in the morning, it's more to, again, build that energy inside me because I cannot give. Nobody wants a 70% version of Clara showing up to their event. So if I'm going to give my best to them, you know, in Ninja, we talk a lot about the energy quadrants and being in that high positive, that performance quadrant. Mm -hmm. I can't perform when I'm depleted. I can't give my best to my clients, to my family, to anyone when Mm -hmm. I am depleted. So we have to remember if we're truly going to come from a place of service and impacting and delivering value, we have to take care of ourselves and have to keep ourselves in prime condition.
0: Yeah. And so do you give women tools to help? Overcome that fear of taking care of ourselves because I think there's some fear that I mean if I do this, I'm yes. gonna be judged, I'm gonna lose people. Mm-hmm. So you're you've kind of created a system to help people overcome that fear. Yeah. So
2: in the in the clarity success module, again, that's my method that I have. I just break it down for the, the different areas. So the C mm-hmm. is all about defining clarity of vision. The L is all about learning how to leverage time. The first A is all about taking the right actions. R is all about rest and recovery. Then the other A is articulating your value. The T Mm -hmm. is all about tracking. And then the Y is, yes, it's time to celebrate. So Mm -hmm. in each of these, we go through not just talking about why it's important, but then we start to develop some of the key strategies to make it happen. So for example, when we get into the topic of rest and recovery and we identify this, we do talk about why it makes so much sense, taking Mm -hmm. it outside of yourself and connecting it to the bigger picture, connecting Mm -hmm. it back to their why. If you want to achieve this vision, you need to be this type of person. And to get there, you need to fill yourself up. So we start to define for them, what does self-care look like for them? Because again, for me, it could be very different than someone else. Mm -hmm. And then we go through and we talk about what are some strategies to actually make it happen, such as, blocking time in your schedule and making that a priority. I tell people when they put their schedule together, the first thing that needs to go in there is your life because the reason that most people don't have a life is they don't schedule it. Then we talk about what's the best way to do it. Is it pairing it with something else? I go on a walk every morning with my dog, but I pair that with listening to either a book on tape or a podcast. So I'm doing mindset work. You know, do you want to pair it and do it with somebody else looking at what fills you up? And the one thing that I make sure we leave there with is 15 minutes of joy. I want them every day. I know how busy we all are, but we all have 15 minutes. And you know what? You can start small. You can start with five. It's all about progress, not perfection. But do something for 15 minutes a day that lights you up. This could be anything. It could be listening to music. It could be watching a TV show. It could be cooking, gardening, playing with your kids, your grandkids. It doesn't matter because when you light yourself up on the inside, when you light up your soul, It permeates through the rest of you. So those are some of the things that we work through. But again, first and foremost, we have to even define what it looks like. Because again, if I'm feeling tired and somebody says, oh, we'll just go get a massage. That may or may not work for me.
1: Yeah.
2: It does work for me, by the way, but it may not. (laughs) But you know, I mean, so we have to again define what is it on our terms and create that program.
0: I think I that's the, the key there is that nobody's the same. And so everybody, it's it's different for everybody. And sometimes we try to say, well, it works for that person. I should try to do it. And then it doesn't work. And we're like, well, then I'm whatever. i a failure I'm like, and then we don't I'm do I'm a any- failure. I go back to yeah. it. So the idea of figuring out what works for each of us individually, I think is such an important piece of this.
2: Yeah, because again, the road to success is not one size fits all. So yeah. our system cannot be one size fits all. Again, we can have the method, mm-hmm. but how we implement it. And that's, you know, I'm such a big proponent of that. Take the information. Even when I read a book or listen to it, I always try to take that information and then bring it back and dissect it and say, how can I make this concept work for me? Yeah. I love that. Because Absolutely. that's what it is. And when you're trying to do something else that works for someone else, If it's not in alignment with your core, again, then you're not working authentically. And then oftentimes we just stop. So giving people permission to say, I like what you're doing with this, but let me just tweak it. Mm -hmm. And again, not being offended if someone takes your idea and tweaks it for themselves. That's Uh what we want. We want people to be successful. So if somebody can take what I'm saying today and maneuver it so that it can work for them. Excellent. That's what we want.
1: I love that. I love
2: it. Well, That's first, part of resilience is learning how to make is. it work for you. Learning that you don't have to say yes. You don't have to follow A to B to C. Maybe mm-hmm. your method is A to T
1: to G. Great. If that works for you, find the pattern that works for you. Love it. That is amazing. Thank you. That is such a huge nugget. And I think there's so much for everyone to take away. One thing that you mentioned, Clara, and we say it quite a bit on this show, just so you know, and we always give you credit for it. It's progress, not perfection. So everyone <laughs> yes, that has yeah. heard it on previous episodes, this is the Clara <laughs> no, that has given us. You know. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Yes, it's so true. Oh, my God. Yes. Stop beating yourself up and expecting <sighs> to have it all done. And just when you do get it done, it's going to change again. It will change. Of course. You know? i <laughs>
1: are perfectly imperfect and that's how we're supposed to be and it's beautiful exactly well and the other piece when you talk about like going from a to b to c or a to z to l whatever that's going to look like a lot of times we start to create that quote-unquote process based off of what we've observed other people do and for women specifically other women in our lives do and i'm just going to say it like most of the time it is all sorts of messed up right like it's probably Mm -hmm. not the process that we should implement anyway but it's the only example that we have so you've actually given a framework in the success model that women can take their well anyone but I think being able to to be a female to take yourself through that process and get that clarity right understanding why am I doing this what is this going to look like how can I feed myself where am I going and how am I going to get there those are always the big things and then let's celebrate once we get there exactly Yeah, Yeah. and celebrate along the way, too. Let's celebrate the
2: small steps and celebrate the beauty of each and every day, too.
1: Oh my gosh. I hope that you all have enjoyed this first part of the two part interview with Clara Capano. I hope you're enjoying it as much as we are. Clara is just an absolute gem. You'll want to make sure that you join us for part two as we dive into learning more about her own personal stories. And for all of the mompreneurs out there, having an understanding of what it means to be a mompreneur and to do it with harmony. And what I enjoy most is watching Clara do it, not only with harmony, but with ease and grace. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Reignite Resilience. We hope that you had amazing ahas and takeaways. Remember to subscribe on your favorite streaming platform, like it and download the upcoming episodes. And if you know anyone in your life that is looking to continue to ignite their resilience, share it with them. We look forward to seeing you on our future episodes. And until then, continue to reignite that fire within your hearts.